You are listening to the audio portion of the QB Power Hour webinar series. The QB Power Hour is a free bi-weekly webinar series for accounting professionals presented by Michelle Long and Dan DeLong, who are very passionate about the industry, QuickBooks, and apps that integrate with QuickBooks. You can find out all the details about the webinar series at qbpowerhour.com. So without further ado, here's Michelle and Dan. Well, welcome everybody to another QB Power Hour. We're very glad to have you joining us today. Today's topic is let chat GPT do it. And so that is a hot topic today, and everybody is starting to use ChatGPT. So we're very glad that you're joining us today for a little intro and a couple of demos of ChatGPT and a few of the things that you can do with that. My name is Michelle Long. I'm the CPA of the MBA and Entrepreneurship and the owner of Long for Success. I am a uh, speaker and an author and a co-host of the series here with you today and we invite you to join us in the Facebook group. It just keeps growing and growing every day. Love to have you join us there and continue the conversation. Dan, go ahead. Yeah, my name is Dan DeLong, owner of Bandwidth, where we transform tech, uh, businesses through technology. And this is certainly a hot topic for one of the ways that businesses can transform themselves or at least become more efficient. Hopefully that's, that's what we uh, can demonstrate here today. Uh, worked at Intua for nearly 18 years, co-hosting today, as well as over at School of Bookkeeping. We have a workshop Wednesday, and that's enough and about me. So you did this You did this session at Scaling New Heights, right? I did, actually. Heaven and I co-presented this session at Scaling New Heights, and that was a blast. I always enjoy presenting with Heather, and it was a blast to be able to do this together. And we did co-present this, and I did shorten it down so that we could do this in the time allowed for this QB Power Hour. So this is just a taste of it to give you guys an intro and everything. But before we dig into it, as with these QB Power Hours, we do have the chat open where you guys can chat back and forth. And Dan dropped the slide, the link slides out there for you or the, as a resource for the handouts. But go ahead and put your questions that you might have in the Q&A so that we can respond to those directly. But you can go ahead and chat in there and let us know if you have any specific questions. But Dan, do you want to go ahead and launch the first poll? So you guys can let us know where you are with chat GPT and stuff. So our goal was today to just give you a brief introduction to chat GPT. And we don't have time to get into all the details and everything. And then Dan and I are going to talk to you about a couple of examples of what chat GPT can do and how you can use it in your practices today. So we're going to talk about some real-world examples of how Dan and I are using ChatGPT or how you can use ChatGPT in your practice to help you with your practice and your business. So some real examples of, of ways to use it, whether you're using the free account or the paid account, and I'll talk about that in a second. But just some examples of things that you can do with ChatGPT, and then also some cautionary notes about things to be careful of or things that it's not very good at and stuff like that. So that's what we're going to be doing today. Just a really good intro to that. But yeah, this is... It looks like the from the poll questions, it looks like most people are either knowing <laughs> enough about it to be dangerous or they're scared of the AI overlord. Because it, it really just did, it just came out of nowhere, right? Up until the holidays of last year, people who most of the mainstream folks really didn't understand anything. That's when I first heard about it. How about you? And it's the same thing. And I'm glad to see that so many of you, this is brand new. And that helps us to know to, to really bring it to, to the new level. And that's why I wanted to do this was to share it because it is brand new. We've been hearing a lot about it, but it's still a mystery. And it is scary. Hey, I'm scared. It is scary because it's new, because it's coming on so fast, because we are hearing scary things about it. And we're also hearing that it's going to replace. It. But think about that. We've been hearing that the robots are going to replace us ever since 70, 80 years ago when the robots were going to replace us. So we've been hearing this for years that the robots are going to replace us. And there was, there was some truth to some of that because robots are going to replace some jobs, but they're right. not going to replace all jobs. And I do have a line where we'll mention that kind of towards the end. But anyway, so let's talk about what is ChatGPT and AI and stuff. And ChatGPT is actually an AI or artificial intelligence chat bot developed by OpenAI. So GPT is that for generative pre-trained transformer. 
In other words, it's a large language model. So it's actually it's a language model where it looks at all of this stuff that they have fed into it, teach it or train it. So they fed it all of this stuff. So basically they're like, read this. So they're feeding this computer all of its information and they're training it. And so what it does is it's predicting the words that it thinks are going to come next. So it's a predictive model of what words does it think going to come next. So that's what it's all about is predicting what would be next. And so, and it's really hard for me to grasp and understand how it works. So I don't try to understand it. I just think it's magic. It's one of those automatic (laughs) things that works really cool and it helps me to do things faster, easier. And it's just, oh my God, that is so cool. It helps me do things that can be challenging. So I love it because it helps me to do work and to do things um, a lot more efficiently. So I like that aspect of it. Are there some scary things about it? Absolutely. So we need to be cautious of those and we'll talk about those later. But let's talk about ChatGPT because that's why we're here. There are two versions of it or two models of it. There's the free version and the paid version. So 325 is the free version. It's trained. In other words, they put all this information out of September 21. It is slow sometimes. And it's usually in the evening after work when most people get home or on the weekend. Because that's where people get home. And I had thought it seems like it would be more when people are at work. But a lot of workplaces restrict access at work for confidentiality and security reasons and whatever. They may not let people use it at work on work computer. So, and I've noticed this in the evenings where people come on from work or on the weekends, it does tend to be slower. Um, Dan, have you noticed that ever or have you not played with it? Yeah. Yeah. It's always been, especially like right around when it first launched and before there was even a paid option, it always seemed like it was, it was, there was latency involved or was always it always was a busy time and now that there's two separate flavors of it i think the people that are really like the power users of it they live in the in the gpd fours and then the 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 3.5 is hit or miss i have the same you have the same problem if you're if you're roaming with your cell phone data or your internet connection or something like that where sometimes you'll get lower priority for those things and it really just depends on usage at that time yeah. And then with the free version, there are plugins because it's only trained through September 21. You can use plugin like the web chat GPT and there's some other ones. So when you're using the free version, you can use these Chrome plugins or extensions like web chat GPT and some other extensions to help you to get current information and, and things like that. If you want to use those, so you can Google a Chrome extensions to use with web chat GPT that you can use so that can help you to get current information. And we were joking where a lot of times you were a treat chat GPT like an intern, right? So when you're doing your prompts and you're telling it what you want, it's like you're telling an intern what you want. Okay. So Dan, are you going Mar- to talk a little bit about what a prompt is? And that's something that we'll dive into because I think that's more of a term that is, was, is yeah. for, was foreign to a lot of people that we definitely yeah. want to make sure we unpack that. Yeah, that's your query when you're telling it what we want to do. For example, Dan, when I did this at Scaling the Heights, and so I was telling it, I wanted it to help me to prepare an outline of my presentation at Scaling the Heights. You want to treat ChatGPT like it's your intern. If you're going to tell an intern, I want you to do a presentation for me, right? An outline. I want you to help me with this outline. When I first told ChatGPT, I want you to do an outline, it was giving me a keynote type of outline. So I had to change my prompt or my query and tell it I want this for a breakout session because it was giving me results for a keynote session. So you have to be very clear and precise in your queries or your prompts yeah. of what you want. And you also well, yeah, have- just like you would ask a just like you would ask a, a, an intern to get coffee. If you've got soy, half milk, latte, the specific instructions, you do have to be explicit in order to get yeah, the, yeah. the result that you're looking for. Otherwise they will right. just verbatim 
come back. You told me to get me, get you coffee. Here's coffee. But I wanted the dark roast, not the Pike's Place. Yeah. Place. And, and we'll talk about some of the queries as we go through some of these examples. So let's talk about the Chad GPT Plus. It's $20 a month if you want a paid version. It used to come with the Bing, with Microsoft Bing. That was Microsoft AI. That was disabled as of July 3rd. What was happening is people would say, let's say, oh, what's a paid, a paid publication? New York Times. New York Times, Wall Street Journal. Those are paid publications. When somebody was using Chad GPT, they could get the whole article from the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or another paid publication. They were getting the whole thing free that, because it was behind a paywall. With Bing, you could get the whole thing for free behind a paywall, and they didn't like that. So now they disabled Bing because people were getting stuff that was behind a paywall for free. So they disabled Bing right now as of July 3rd. And in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinion, ChatGPT has deteriorated significantly in the meantime because of that. So you really want to make sure that you're using some other plugins and stuff like that. But the quality of the answers and the results lately have sucked. <laughs> That's the technical term for it. In my opinion, some of the things that I've been doing have sucked lately, depending on what you were doing. It depends on what you're doing. If you were writing something, it may not have stuck. Some of the things that I were doing was stuck. Let's put it that way. So anyway, you can you were be able to use, use Bing or you could use three plugins. Now, they have hundreds of plugins out there. And you can use these plugins to enhance its capabilities. Because like I told you, it is a language model. Now, in a little while, I'm going to show you how you have it do some financial calculations and stuff like that, but it can't do that on its own very well. So you want to use a plugin to help it do math type of stuff. And you always want to double check it. At some time, and they did this at Scaling New Heights, one of the main stage speakers had it do some calculations and it had the formula there and everything. And it looks like it knows what it's doing, but if you check, the math was wrong. But it looked, they just braid the like two plus two equals five. Looks like it was doing it, but it was wrong. So when you check the map, it just was wrong. So you do want to use a plugin, and I'll show you what a plugin is in just a minute. Now, sometimes with even the paid version, you will get a cat. Only so many that you can do per hour. That's during the peak times when it's really busy, like during rush hour, if you will. It used to be sometimes you would see a half of 25 every three hours. Sometimes it's 50. So it just depends. Here's the link where you can go sign up for free, either for the free account or the paid account. This is a link where you can go sign up and start using it and playing around with it. Here's an example of the plugins where you can turn on and use plugins. Okay. Now I'm going to give you a really quick demo and just go in and show you a few things. But I encourage you guys to go out there and just the best way to do this is go out there and just start playing around with it. You're not going to hurt anything. You're not going to break anything. Oopsie daisy. Y'all didn't see all of that, did you? All right. Oops, that's the wrong one too. And this is because I was looking for something else right before we got started. Okay. And we got this in the way. Let's move it. All right. So here you'll see, here's Chad. You're still looking at the plugin slide. You are still seeing the plugin slide. Okay, let me do. How come I'm on the same? Let Let me just stop sharing real let's quick. Stop sharing, chart again. Yeah. Yeah, it's what exactly what I'm going to start sharing again and click on this and share. Okay, so here you see this is where I'm logged into the free one. So you see chat TPP4 is locked. So down here, you'll see upgrade to plus. So this is the free version, but I could upgrade to the, if I wanted to. But you can see I've gone through and done a lot of free things out here, a lot of different chats that I've done out here for free. You can go in, and I'm going to demo this a little bit later. We are going to talk about where you can go in and ask it questions and have it answer, and it still works just fine when you're doing some of this. Um, it still works. The free version works fine. 
There's nothing wrong with using a free version, especially if you're just getting started and wanting to test it out. I went and copied and pasted a question in front of the, into a community forum where people were asking QuickBooks question, and it works great. So I wanted to point that out to you. Now, I also wanted to show you, let me see here, the 4.0 version. All right, Deanna, you see in my 4.0 version? No, we're still looking at the upgrade to plus. All right. I don't know why my sharing is not quite right today, but let's just go back to doing this. And now you should be seeing a 4.0 version. And the way I know it's different is now this is not locked anymore. Okay. So you can see this is the 4.0 version. And a couple of things I do want to point out to you is when you come in here under the settings, in here is where you can make sure that, like, you can turn on some beta features, like you can do custom instructions. This is relatively new, just within the last month. This is where you want to turn on the ability to do plug-in. This is where you add in, like, for example, somebody asked earlier, what's a plug-in? If you think about QBO, and you can add apps to QBO, chat GPT, we can add a plug-in. In Chrome, we can add a Extension. So with chat, chat GPT, we can add plugins. That's something that will work with chat GPT to enhance its capability. That's now, what a those, plugin is. Do those plugins cost in just like in QBO, some of them will cost in order to enhance that, or is that included with your $20 a month plus subscription? I have not paid for any plugin yet. Yeah. So that's not to say that won't change in the future. But so far, I've not paid for any carbon. Then there's also a code interpreter for those techie people that know how to write and execute Python code and things like that. You can have it help you code and debug your thing. It also can help do things with data analysis, image conversion, and editing your code. If you're doing coding and you have a problem, it can help you debug code. You'll notice I don't have that turned on. I am not a coding type of person. You can actually take the source code for ChatGPT and create your own chatbot that you could put on your own website and have the ChatGPT AI for your own chatbot on your own website. I am not that techy. You can do it, and it's not terribly difficult. People like Hector would probably be able to do this. Not me. <laughs> but this is where you turn on the plugins down there. And then under data controls, you can share link. So if, if Dan and I are working on a presentation together, and let's say we're working on something, you can actually have some shared link where you can have um, conversations and things here together. This one was really cool. This is where I want to show you one of the possibilities. So Heather and I were working on this at for scaling new height. And so I, in the back of the car, Laura was driving me to scaling new height. Anyway, long story short, I typed this up in my phone. I was trying to estimate our timing for the session at scaling new height. And I was typing this up on my little notepad in the car for driving to scaling new height. And I said, take this data and put this in a table for me. This is the kind of thing, start thinking. You can use chat GPT to help you to do data analysis with your Excel files and everything. So I said, here, take all of this. And I was, again, I was just trying to figure this out for Heather and I splitting it. But I said, take this that I typed up. Look, there's no commas in there. There's nothing except the space in between there. But I said, put this into a table for me. Look what it did. Is that not really cool? It took that and turned that into a table for me. Then you can start. It's like a good intern. Yeah, exactly, Jill. Like a good intern. Yeah. So you can do data manipulation and data analysis with it. Can debug your Excel formulas and things. I think Dan, didn't you say you can do some of that, or you were using up for some of that? Yeah, that's one of the things that I use it for because when working in spreadsheets and things like that, where there is a specific language to the tool that you're using, whether it's web coding or formula in Google Sheets or Excel. That's what I found that ChatGPT is really useful for. And so this is what I want to do. And 
how does it work? And it will spit those things out for you. And then you can then apply that into the, the sheet, the spreadsheet that you're working on. And then even ask like you did there, you can even ask to, to clarify some of these things to make it a, a little better for you. So it's having your Excel expert at your beck and call. Yeah. So it's really cool. And so now Michelle is asking, I'm going to go ahead and answer this one live. She's asking, does it keep all the data you give it? Is there any security? So yes, it will keep this data and it will share this data with their team like anonymously. If you don't want it, saving it, see how it's saved, save your chats and all this, you could turn it off so it's not saving that data. And in a little while, I'm going to talk to you about doing a financial statement analysis. You never copy the company name in there. So only like anonymous information. I would not copy the company name in there and just put anonymous info where there's no identifying information in there. But this is where you would turn on the plugins and things like that. This is where then if you want to use an ad plugin, you have to do it before you start your chat. So you would go to the very bottom here and you choose your plugin. Okay. And it's telling you about the plugins and everything. You can see here in the plugin store, you have a lot of different pages. If I go to all, you have like over a hundred, what, eight on each page. So math wizards out there, if I've got eight on each page, it looks like I have eight of them. <laughs> We got a boatload of plugins out there, right? I would say there's close to 800 plugins out there. So there are a lot of plugins. So you can search for something that you're looking for. So obviously, I am not going to go through all these plugins. But if you're looking for something like a financial... Oh, I forgot that keyboard's not working right. Sorry, I don't have my little dongle. If you're looking for different types of things, you can look for them there. Math. You want it to help you to do math. Like I use this Wolfram all the time when I'm doing things. So you choose the plugins that you want to use for a chat. You have to choose them first before you do your chat. Once I start doing a chat, like if I start this chat here, uh, these are your chat. This is your chat history. Once I have started doing a chat. I can't go back and add my plugins later. And you could only use three plugins at a time. So when I'm going to do a new chat, the first thing you want to do is come up here and choose which plugin. And you can scroll through and choose the plugins that you want to use. If I'm going to analyze the new tax code, I might want to use something that reads a PDF. So I would say, here's the PDF of this new tax law, or here's the PDF of whatever it is. And Meryl's asking, how does one decide which one to choose? This is how you decide which plugin to choose. You know, am I working with the PDF? Am I researching? And I want you to go look at YouTube videos, look at websites, look at the transcripts of YouTube stuff. What do I want you to do? Do I want you to research scholarly type of articles and websites? Am I planning a trip to QuickBooks Connect? And I want you to research flight and plan some other things that I want to do while I'm at QuickBooks Connect. Do I want to use Expedia? So what is it you want to do? That's how you decide which plugins you want to use. But anyway, you got your plugins. You can only choose three plugins at a time. And we were talking about prompts and queries. Prompt to perfect, if you type perfect in front of your query, it helps make your query perfect. So prompt perfect is one of the plugins that I use very frequently. That only leaves you then two plugins to use if you're using that all the time. Okay, so... That's a little basic about using your chat GPT and all that stuff. So now I was going to go back to the slides and evidently I'm having issues sharing my slides. But can you see this now, Dan? Can you see my plugin slide? Uh, no, it's still on the, um, on, on okay. the chat GPT. You probably have to stop sharing and then share again. Yeah, I don't know why. Probably because you're using a Windows machine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, but the 
the thing of it is, people don't realize it, but we've been using this artificial intelligence stuff. Like, how do you think it's been doing our bait feed and, and reading our, what we scan or receipt and things like that? We've been using this kind of stuff for years, actually, with artificial intelligence. We just didn't realize it. Dan, any questions before we go on and let you do a demo? Yeah, so somebody was asking about the plugins. Are they only available for the 4.0 version or is it, or are there some plugins that are available in the free version? That's a good question. With the free version, you need to use those web chat GPT, um, the extension that you use with Chrome. Got it. So they're not necessarily like what you just showed there for, for Adobe reading the PDF or, or those yeah. types of plugins. It's more of an, a Chrome extension that will help augment. That's correct. Let me just double check that they haven't changed that. I'll double check that. That's the way it used that, to that, that I think yeah. is what, what you just pointed out there is part of the challenge with this thing. It just seemed like it grew so quickly, so fast. And, and if you were not sitting in the front seat when this came out, it, it does seem now people are like, whoa, I, I, I missed the boat with all of this, uh, but there's still, there's still a use and, and there's a time to, to spend learning about what this can do as a, as it continues to move at a lightning exponential yeah. pace. Can you, can you see the slides again? Can you see the slides? Yep. 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 We're okay. back in the accounting and the, so, uh, right. Yeah. So we've been using this for a long time and you mentioned how fast it is. Look at that band. Time to reach a hundred million users. Oh. Month or chat GPT. Two months create a hundred million. Oh my God, that's huge. It's, you're right. It's, it has come on so fast. And that's part of why it is so scary. But when you look at it, it how important it is for us, we had the dot era that was huge, the weather era, the internet era, the cloud and mobile area. And now we have AI. It's huge. It is a huge piece. And we are well into the AI era. So it's a huge part of our industry. And it's going to have a major impact on our industry. We have to embrace this. Or just like everything else, you make fun of Windows. But yeah, what if you didn't embrace Windows? Like it or not, it's here to stay. It's not going to go away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one of the things that I think is phenomenal about the, this technology is how self-aware the people who created this technology are in that it needs to be, it, it can't be left unchecked, right? Because I think in a grand scheme of things, artificial intelligence and, and this tool is like alcohol, right? It, it augments your personality. If you're a nice guy and you have nothing but good intentions, this could be a great tool. If you're a bad actor out there, it's, it now it enhances the potential for that thing to happen. Right. And the thing I think that, that scares us all, there's, there's countless movies of doomsday events happening <laughs> because yeah. these tools seem to find not a need for, for the humans that are, <laughs> that created them. But the, now I lost my train of thought, but an AI wouldn't have lost its train of thought, but it's. <laughs> That, that's the thing is that machines are machines and they, they, until they become self-aware, that's where there's going to be a unique difference between people. That, oh, and that's what I was saying. <laughs> so the, the creators have, have basically said we need to be regulated and have a self-regulation so that it does not. So it quells a lot of these concerns. Uh, what next, what movie will be next that, that where a artificial intelligence takes over type thing. And I think Kathy made a great point here. All the training and the programming of all of this and the algorithms, it's all done by humans. That's the ones we have to be concerned about. But anyway, and this is where the communications is where this thing excels. And I know I have used it for writing things and I absolutely love this because you can tell it, Hey, this client is always late. This client wants an extension of time for this. This client wants that. Can you please draft a letter for me in a professional tone? They're trying to say this, that, and the other. And I'm not going to put up with this crap anymore and make it sound nice. And so, and you have chat TPT do that for you. And boom, bada bing, bada boom, and it's done. 
And they it makes it sound nice. And I go, Dan, you said you used it for this. So do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, for things like social media posts or YouTube descriptions or things that I'm not like super knowledgeable about to be able to, I don't want to say game the system, but enhance. Because I feel I think of so many things of what might be a catchy title or a poll question like you see, you saw today about the overlord. That was off the top of my head, right? It wasn't ChatGPT that, that came up with those snarky poll question answers. But when it comes to something like social media and, and, and optimizing your web presence, whether it be a blog article or, or a YouTube description so that you know that it's getting the most out of that particular media, whatever that happens to be, that's where ChatGPT, I've used it a, a lot for that in addition to the Excel and, and Google Sheets stuff. But like you mentioned the writing the letters and those types of things is super helpful for that as well. But like you mentioned there on the slides, you want to proof and edit it. And because if, if you just give it a prompt, have something spit out and then send that to somebody from your email or your business, it doesn't take much to realize that is not you, right? You're, you can definitely be figured out that this is not your personality. If you have a specific writing style or brand of writing, you definitely want to make sure that you go through and add that to whatever it is that you're putting in and not just take whatever they, because it sounds good coming from out of the prompt. It, it is just amazing to say, Hey, I want to fire a client. And then this is the reason why write me a letter uh, to, to disengage from that client and then just to see it, just spit it out. And, and then that's, wow, I couldn't have said that better. Okay. Send it off. It, it doesn't necessarily work a hundred percent that way. So you do want to digest internally to yourself and make sure that what was, what was regurgitated by chat DPT is aligns with you as a person. Yeah. It's really incredible what you can do. And this right here, Jason's dad actually goes through and does an example of how you can feed it your writing style and do that pump personality and everything. And then the social media management. Heather did a good example of showing how she uses it to, like her and Joe will go through a podcast or something, and then she will use that transcript. And she can feed the transcript to Chad TPT, and she'll say, go through and pull out some quotes that we can pull out quotes for a tweet or a post on Facebook, pull out some headline or what you just said, titles for this or that. And so it's great using those kind of things. When I was using it for family life, I not only had it helped me working on an outline, but a, a description that was like two paragraphs of a description as well as a title for the, the session. So it really can be great on those kind of things. Dan, did you want to go in and demo something or? Sure, sure. I can uh, start sharing, which will stop you from sharing. I just use the, the free version, right? Like I, I, I have a, I have a knee jerk reaction to paying for things, but, uh, in the, in the flip side of that, I always am very uh, cautious of if I am not paying for something, I am giving something to someone. Right. Like I'm the product in, in this case, just like your credit report, uh, you are not the owner of your credit report. Somebody else is, and they're using that for, for their gains. Right. So I have a whole bunch in here, but let's just use that for, for the example of write me a letter to fire a client, right? And accounting firm. And the more context that you, that you give it, like, why would you be wanting to fire them maybe for, for non-payment, right? They just fell behind in their billings, right? And then as you, as you just sit there, it will start to just predict those things and give you a nice, a nice letter, right? And to that effect, you do want to proof it and make sure that this is accurate, right? You don't want to just send it as it is, right? Like, here, this is some invoices, the dates, the amounts. You want to fill that in for the reality of what, what that happens to be. But in just a matter of seconds, it gave me a nice rough draft to send that, to send that off and document that, that sort of thing. Steve, give me a new chat here. 
do our right. And then in a few seconds, again, I'm just having this, having this spit out. And now I can look at this and say, okay, that was okay. This is what we were looking to do. It even gives me the hashtags uh, that were optimized uh, for that as well. And then there's always this button here to, I didn't like that. I can just hit regenerate and then it will just do it again. Or I could give it more prompts to say, add some humor to it or make it super serious or things of that nature. So now it's regenerating it with uh, emojis, uh, giving a little bit more context uh, to that so that those types of things are optimized for finding, right? So people attach on to that. Let's see, it's to uh, regenerate. Uh, with humor. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be super funny, but it will try, right? Because to your point, Michelle, it is trying to predict what will what that language will be, right? Oh my God, Dan, I thought this was all you original fun. <laughs> yeah, not exactly. <laughs> it, it does give you a nice start, right? And that sort of thing is where you want to, is how you want to add it to your to your tool belt, right? It's not necessarily that there is no perfect tool that's out there that does everything, right? And you want to have the right tool for the right job, right? Like you would not use a saw to try to put in a hammer and nail, right? You have to find the right tool for that. So understanding and playing around with it will help understand, help, help cultivate how am I going to use this tool in, in my practice or, or, or in the things that I do. So I'm going to go ahead and stop sharing and we'll toss it back to you. And while we're doing that, I'll throw up the next uh, poll question, which is which version of ChatGPT do you think you would use? Are you free only, I'm open to the paid version or still not convinced my foil hat still in place. Now I wrote that myself. I did not ask <laughs> ChatGPT to do that because that is certainly my snarky sense of humor. And Richard said, I see the benefit for having a draft course on it's just like you mentioned, where else do you see it being useful? It's answering chat the thing about. Okay, so Richard, yes, any kind of writing that you have to do, and I, I have a slide on that. I don't know if I left it in there or not, but yes, writing any course on it you have to do, whether it's to plans or to staff, onboarding, firing, raising prices, any communication that you have to do. I don't know about you all, but it's worth a struggle to make it sound just right. And this is where it really can help with any written communication that you have. That is the best use of ChatGPT is communication. So yes, use it for that, read it, edit it. It gives you a draft to get started. I used it to draft letters to our insurance company, save me the price of a lawyer. Because I also used it to do research um, on some cases and things like this. And as, so anyway, you can use it for a number of different things. So communication is the best use, I think, and the easiest way to get started with it. And if you want to practice, go to the Intuit Community Forum and you can get questions. Um, and we're not going to have time. Um, you can get questions. Copy that question. Put it in the chat. You get an answer. Then you can paint question into a word document edit the answer and then you can always go paste it out on the community form that's a good way for you to practice but richard says answering chat for the thing of the past you could have a chat bot on your website i think maybe a year from now a lot of us might have a chat bot on our website answering client questions that is not out of the realm of possibility or answering your client emails. You may have a chat bot and replying to client query. Yeah, that is a very yeah, I mean, possibility. And on then school near- bookkeeping, uh, on the on school bookkeeping, we have a chat bot uh, as well, but I had to create that from scratch. I wish there would have been something yeah. like that where I could have just like feed 
feed this in and then it would give me a starting point to, to do that. Yeah. People yeah. will not sharing. Yeah. You will have your own chat box. Yeah. And that's definitely going to be happening very quickly. Okay. So that is interesting. So a lot of people are going to be using free. Okay. All right. So let me show you another thing that's really cool. So let's go ahead. Dan, did you, were you finished? Did yep. you want to show them? Back to you in the studio, Michelle. <laughs> okay. I am going to go back to, let's go back to, all right, let's go to this. Because Shelly asked the question, are any risks involved with AI and accounting? I think you want to show how this, how chat GPT or AI can be useful in, in an accounting practice, specifically with digesting some reports, right? Yeah. Yeah. And actually it's wanting me to do like slide by or like. Each one of these individually. I don't know why it won't let me do like whole the whole screen. Yeah. I don't know. I'm having a bad day. Um, the dangers anyway. of doing a live webinar with technology. I know. I'm <laughs> out of practice. I'm not gonna say I've been traveling too much. Um okay, I'm gonna stop sharing. We're gonna share again so I can get the right thing up. Okay. We are in chat GPT four is the one that I want. Yet. And so I am in chat DPT4. I need to pull the correct chat up. Okay, so what I'm trying to show you is something that's very helpful that you could be doing in your own practice. Okay. So you run your financial statement for the client. So you run your profit launch work, say, at the end of the month. Let me pull this up. Are you sharing something because it's not showing? Oh, let's try it again then. Financial statement. Let's go ahead and click on this. What? I am really having a presentation day to tonight. Okay. I'm going to ask, while you're doing that, I'm going to ask Chad GPT why it's not working, why your sharing is not working in Zoom. There we go. Okay. All right. No, let's not ask questions about me. I don't know. Okay. Financial statement analysis. The answer. So what we're going to do is we're going to feed it our financial statement thought. We're not going to feed it the client's name or any identifying information. All you're going to do, and I'm going to save time. I'm not actually going to log into QBO and run the report and do all that and saving time. I've already done this. But what you would do is in QBO, you run your profit launch report. All you do is you copy the month, like January, the data. Okay, don't copy the, the header part of the report. Just going to copy the account name and across. So I, what I did is I ran the year-to-day P&L by month. Okay, so January through July, year-to-day P&L. Did not copy the company name or anything. There's no financial information out there. No company name, no bank account numbers, no social security numbers. Don't put any specific client financial information in chat GPT. Okay. Just don't do that. So anyway, we're going to put that up there and analyze profitability trend. Then we can put this in there and get some great information for our client. Let me share with you. And now it's going to squawk at me and want me to do it again. Let me go ahead and click on to share the right. Thing again, so let's stop sharing. You will share, and I apologize. We won't have a problem next time we do this. I promise. Okay, what I've done to save time is I've already done this. So I had my prompt ready to go in a Word document, which it probably would want me to share Word with you. So I'm just going to show it. it we're seeing it. it. We're seeing Word. So we are seeing oh, the, see my the Word, Word document. document. Yes. All right. Good. Let me hear. Oh. No, it stopped. I did not say that out loud. Okay, so here's my prompts. You still seeing my prompt? No, I'm going to put it here. It, it stopped here. There we go. Okay. There, there we are. All right. I have that in the way. There we go. Here's my prompt. Notice how it starts with perfect. That's because I'm using that perfect plugin. I'm going to give you the monthly CNL of a company, no name, perform a trend of financial analysis, key profitability ratios, and then I got the gross net profit margins, 
And I want insight and three recommendations for improvement. Please format your response to 3,500 care. So this is the first thing that I'm going to put in here. Now, somebody asked a question earlier about telling it its role. I could have put its role in here and it said, perfect. You are a financial analyst, you know, or you are an expert financial advisor for companies. You know, I could have put the role that I want Chad GPT to play in here. I didn't do it in this case. I could have. This is what I copied, this table here, you know, from here down. This is where I was saying, just copy the financial information. And I want to give a shout out to Hector because I got this idea from Hector. He's doing this and he's building this in with his tool, his right tool that he has. And I'll let Dan talk about this when I get finished demo here. Anyway, you copy just the financial data, not the company name. So we're going to copy this, right? Now let's. Stop sharing and share the chat TPT thing again so I can get that share. Can you share, like Diane asked a question, or can you feed it a, a file or do you have to put it in so that it actually is language? If you had an Excel file, could you just upload it, upload the Excel file after you've stripped, it, stripped out all the information? With, okay, I'm not sure about an Excel file. Like you can copy those sheets. You can copy the, you know, the data. You can share an Excel file because there's a plugin that give us the link for that file for a PDF. I'm sorry. I said Excel file. With a PDF, you can have the URL for that PDF file. I'm not positive about an Excel file. That's a good question. And now I don't I'm know. Sure there, I'm sure there's a plugin either already created or in development that will language. <laughs> so here. Okay, so remember, I've enabled like organs, and what I'm using here is Wolfram, the one that does math. And we're still perfect. looking at the word, the word document. All right, I'm going to pull it over here. That makes it easy. There we go. Now All I right, see. All right, so here, here's, here's the plugins I'm using here for perfect prompt. First, they just give it the little narrative of what I want it to do. The reason I told it 3,500 characters is when you copy the response and and put that in the notes to the financial in QBO, there's 4,000 character limitation. And I might want to do some editing and put some of my own stuff in there. So I said 3,500 characters because the limit in QBO is 4,000 characters. And maybe I could have done 3,800 characters. I don't know. I picked 3,500. Okay, so it says, sure, I'll help you with that. You don't need the P&L number. So this is where I copy and paste the PL numbers in here. Then it comes down and it says, okay, thank you. Let me calculate the gross profit. Remember, I told you double check these numbers because I would just do that myself several times, make sure that it's calculating correctly. And then it says, here's the result. And here's its analysis of this. Now, I use credit design and landscape, which doesn't have very much data in there. You can look like growth profit margins 100% for most of the month. We know that's not realistic and stuff. So these numbers aren't very good examples. If you were using a real client, I would imagine you would get better results and better analysis. So I would read through that and see how good are these analysis and recommendations and everything. But you can see, look what it's doing here. You know, it's giving you some good analysis, some good recommendations, like the answer you can regenerate and get another answer. So if you don't like this, do it again. And I actually did. So I actually had two different answers here. So here was one and it goes through it, calculates it, and it gives you some different answers on what you could do. These weren't very specific. I actually had some others that were more specific. I don't know exactly where it is now. Profit analysis and recommendation was 2001. It was staying diversification. They should diversify, manage their expenses, miscellaneous. So it actually gave some specific recommendation about what the expense account, legal fees that they were too high. So I thought that was pretty cool. This one I thought had better insight. Now this was pre where they got rid of Bing. If you remember that. Anyway, once you would get this done, then what I would do is I would come over here and I reach out and like, See, just real clipboard, copy 
And then you could go back into QBO, which I had QBO open, go back into QBO, go into your ad notes, and you could then copy and paste this into QBO, right? Click, paste. And this is where Hector is working on his right tools to create this to where there's an integration with right tools to where he's yeah. trying to make it integrated. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, Hector and Mark had, had joined us uh, for a prior QB Power Hour where they talked about their their right tool extension. And this is the, the cutting edge new uh, function. We had, we had hoped that maybe we can have Hector join us, but uh, with all of the information about it, it was just not enough time to do that. But they're doing a, a live webinar next month and showcasing this, this tool and functionality. I would definitely make sure that you make time for that to be able to see this because it just takes some of the, and automates some of this process between chat GPT, AI, and the right tool to give you a good starting point for taking the, the compliance things, the things that you do on a regular basis of categorizing things and then turning that into elevating you as a practitioner, where you can now be offering these kinds of analysis of their financial information, making them recommendations, becoming a hero for your client. Yeah. See, and that's so cool that we're going to be able to start doing and getting into things and the possibilities of what we can do, I think it's just amazing. It's just exciting when you start seeing some of these things that we can do now. So I Let me go ahead and launch the last poll question about how do you feel about using chat BT, GPT in our practice? And while yeah, I think you can, was there anything else that we wanted to cover? I know we're coming up on the top of the hour, but I thought we might maybe go through some of these questions that popped in as well. Yeah. Just one or two comments. First of all, we're going to have to do more webinars on this there's not enough time. Just a couple of cautions. It can and is wrong sometimes. It will give you wrong answers. Number one good example, in New York on the East Coast, there was a lawyer who used Chad GPT to do some of his research, and he turned in his stuff to the court, and the, the other side was like, what are these court cases? Let's say Smith versus Jones. They went looking for it. They couldn't find it anywhere. Chat GPT just made up a case. <laughs> there was no such case that even existed. Total bogus, total made up, fabricated case. And the lawyer was like, I didn't know Chad GPT could be wrong. So it hallucinates and makes shit up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. And and you can also see the the transcript, like the what we're using. We're using artificial intelligence for the you know, the the transcript. So it it might hear uh, something chat B G V T, and that's what it shows up there. So it could certainly just like hitting a pothole yeah. uh, on the road. It could send your your results out of alignment. I like that hallucinations. Just yeah. <laughs> can make things up. So just keep that in mind. You have to still know your stuff. You have to review it. You have to be a good So just keep that in mind. And and we did not have enough time in an hour. And I knew we wouldn't. So just keep that in mind. Um, it, it just keep in mind. It is going to impact our industry. Just, just like we know our industry has already been impacted by this because data entry is one. The base fees and all that stuff. We have to embrace this as a tool to help us to continue to be more efficient in how we operate. But if you do not embrace it and, you, you know, you have to embrace it as a tool to help us to be more efficient because I don't see it going away. So it's just a new tool. But those accounting uh, firms that embrace it will survive and those that don't will be replaced, in my opinion, because it's amazing what it can do to help us. Last minute thoughts. And I can hang around a few more minutes for questions too. Yeah, it just like you said, it's it is a tool. It's not a replacement. But think of the last time you actually went into the bank to talk to the bank teller, right? There's definitely plenty of options or examples of technology that has that has replaced humans. If you travel in a in, in an airport, right? And it was the last time you actually went up to the ticket counter, right? You've got a you've got a kiosk. But those things are there to help 
with the efficiencies of the, the routine task. And then when you have something that is outside of, I don't quite understand that, that's when you do need a human to actually, to help you with that. And, and some humans are, are less proficient than their machine counterparts, but, but that's still, you know, why we need to need to use this as a tool. Okay. And I see in the chat, but some people are confused by the plugins. So I want to talk about that again before we let people go. Sure. That's okay again. So yeah, the, pl- the plugins you choose based on what you want to do. So for example, a lot of, I broke my foot, right? So I was doing a lot of research on my foot during the recovery and what to expect and all this stuff. So I wanted, and in some cases, I wanted access to maybe some scholarly articles to tell me about a Liz Frank injury. I never had heard of a Liz, I never even knew I had a Liz Frank joint in my Anyway, so I wanted some scholarly research, but I also sometimes wanted what people said in community forums and on social media and things like that about their recovery stuff. I chose plugins that were scholarly articles and websites and other, like some of the plugins that we do transcripts from YouTube videos and stuff like that. So you use plugins based on what you want to do. I just used the Wolfram plugin on the financial statement analysis because I needed it to do math. I wanted it to calculate those ratios for me and give me recommendations and things. So I needed it. I needed ChatGPT to do math and it can't do math. So I used the Wolfram plugin. You use whichever plugin you need based on the query that you're doing. If you're just doing something for communication, you want it to help you write an email, you don't need a plugin at all. That's what it is good at, is communication and writing something. Okay, so just like you you used the the example that you used of if you need, you know, a sales order in QuickBooks Online, you're going to need an add-on app to be able to, to manage that. So that's what a plugin will allow you to do. But of course, there's no, it's like an open marketplace, right, of uh, what those plugins will actually do and how well they work. So it's, it's more of a trial and error. Is that what you experience with the plugin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're planning a trip, you might need Expedia. You know, if you're looking at the tax law, the new tax law, and you're trying to determine if this will have any impact on my clients, then you need something that's going to help you with PDF. You're going to need a PDF plugin. So like BM was saying, the app, do you need an app for that? Do you need a plugin for that? So it's based on what you want to do, which plugin you're going to need to use. Does that make sense? So like the browser. Barely, barely asked a good question. Can you ask Jet, Chat BT, Jet GPT to suggest what plugin to use for a specific? <laughs> Chat GPT was trained through September 21 and these plugins are new. So now I'm going to be able to help. Yeah, and, and, and the, the plugins are only available in the paid version. There is extensions for the for the browser oh, and the free version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah, but this is something also join the QB Power Hour user the QB Power Hour slash user group on Facebook because Hector created a subgroup out there for Chat GPT and AI for accounting professional, and we can continue the conversation out there. We didn't get into too many examples and demos in here because a lot of you were really brand new. So we spent a lot of time talking about the basics in here. And you guys have lots of great questions. You want to learn more. And I'm glad to see that. And Dan and Ari, we're here for you. You want more of this? We'll do more of this. We can keep talking about this and do us some more of this. So let us know. And Nicole said, great explanation. So good. I'm glad that can help. Yeah, think of plugins, think of plugins like apps. It's just another word for them, you know. So. And when we end, when we end the webinar, which will be in a couple of seconds, there will be a survey on the, with Zoom. Please put in there suggestions of what you'd like us to dive into, and we can certainly do our best to to make that happen. We appreciate you joining us today, uh, Michelle. Awesome, even though you were technically challenged uh, with sharing, <laughs> we did our best, and Casey was barking and gnawing or something in the <laughs> in the background. I'm sorry, right. and it. 
at the very end, I saw screen one and screen two. I don't know why I didn't see it earlier. If it was a snake, it would have bit me. But there was, right? All right. So we will see you next time on the QB Power. And we hope you all have a great couple of weeks. We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.